The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day guys. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are talking today about sex, drugs, Hollywood, rock and roll, and everything else. Um, But I do want to begin with the Oscars, and of course I have on Paul Michael Bolan, who you'll like better than you like me. He actually watched the Oscars. I didn't. Yeah, so you didn't know that they announced the wrong uh, winner for Best Picture. No, I didn't. I, I can't believe they did it. Um, I heard the accountants got fired. Hmm. Uh, Price Waterhouse, the, the, uh, res- those are responsible for these envelopes. They have taken full responsibility for the screw-up. Uh, apparently, there are two sets of envelopes, because they don't know where the presenters are coming from either side of the stage. Mm-hmm. And the guy handed him the envelope that uh, one of the envelopes was already used to give Emma Stone her award for Best Actress in La La Land. Mm-hmm. So when Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway came out, they were handed the additional envelope for the best actress. So they're looking at it, trying to figure out, you know, there's, there's a pause. There's, they they kind of know something's not quite right here, but then they announce, you know, Emma Stone, La La, they just announced La La Land. So La La That's Land gets terrible. up on stage. You know, they're starting to do their speech, and then other guys are starting to fly all over the place, and then they, literally the guy I think is the director or the producer of La La Land said, yeah, we didn't win, guys. Moonlight, you guys won. You guys come on up here. Oops. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, not, 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 not the best day. No, 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 no. Wow. Well, I mean, what the fuck do you say to that? Well, Warren Beatty, like, showed the envelope, you know, the, what was in the envelope that he was handed, and it's clearly said, Emma Stone with La La Land, but La La Land was the only movie written on that envelope, so that, what else would he say, you know? He'd say yeah. La La Land. And, uh, yeah, there is rumors that one of the accountants that was supposed to be handing, paying attention was taking pictures of uh, Emma Stone's uh, backside. Well, yeah. the reality ah. is they've fired the uh, they've fired the accountants, which I I damn well think they should have done after that. And I think it proved you you really jumped me and said Marissa Tomei earned that Oscar. I think we've yep. uh, you've you've proven it. She didn't get it by mistake because they would have shut that shit down. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, apparently it has happened before, but it was for a 
think, a best score, and Sammy Davis Jr. was presenting. This was back in the 60s. And they immediately, you know, said, nope, 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 you got the wrong envelope, sorry. And I think uh, Sammy Davis Jr. said, wait till the NAACP hears about this. Nice. Yeah. Oops. I just, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, what do you say to that? Uh, life happens sometimes. Yeah, but come on. I know, I know. You know, I... I and on top I, of that, I, pictures of Emma Stone's ass? What ass? <laughs> but come on, man. Uh, At least get busted looking down Pam Anderson's top. Look for something that's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Emma was still kind of somewhat up there, I guess, in the area because she just won Best Actress. I'm just, I'm astounded. <laughs> there have been there have been a lot of screw ups at the Oscars and different things. Yeah, Steve Harvey you know, announced make the guy you know, run the out and, you know, uh, when Marlon Brando didn't want his, we didn't want to accept this. He sent up an actress portraying a, a Native American woman. You know, uh, you know there. Yeah, talking about that. I, Steve Harvey announced the wrong Miss Universe. That was my favorite. Sammy Davis oh, announces the wrong winner yes, of the Oscars. And, and he has apparently tweeted to Warren Beatty that, you know, if he needs help getting through this, to give him a call. Nice. I like that. <laughs> the talk yeah, right announced the wrong so bad, You know. I like the talk house announced the wrong category at the daytime Emmys. John Travolta can't pronounce names. Jimmy Fallon has technical difficulties. And can't cover him up. Yeah, Michael Keaton says hidden fences instead of hidden figures. Yeah, I mean, these are all, like, relatively, you know, I mean, I had no idea what John Travolta was trying to say when he was trying to pronounce India in, in, in Adina Menzel is her name, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's the girl from Wicked, not named Christian Chenoweth. Yes. Oh, the other one was uh, in 1933, the wrong Frank stood up to accept the award for best director. Because he said, come on up, Frank, and get it. That was Will Rogers' line. So the wrong one got up. Yeah, we're not perfect. Try to tell the world that we are, but we're not. You know, no one ever believes us. We're not perfect at all, actually. Come on, if you, if you think Hollywood's perfect by now, man, you're fucked. Uh, I mean, we are pretty bad. Yeah, it was that. Yeah, it's not. It's but uh, these things happen, and now we have a charming story to tell. Sally Field's anti-war speech. Uh, more or less the uh, like me, you really, really like me. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, it happens. I don't I know. I hope we, it doesn't do happen some, anymore, but yeah. We do some dumb stuff. The most popular film right now is Fifty Shades Darker. And the most popular book right now. So that right. proves that Hollywood's stupid. Yeah, because, I am well, ashamed of our people. I mean, sure, that's what we're focusing on today. So I'm it, bringing Alexis on the show to talk about S and M because why pay for an S and M expert when your assistant does it? You know, in her spare time. No, 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 makes perfect sense. You know, uh, but isn't it more like it's not the stupidity of Hollywood? The Fifty Shades Darker is like the number one movie. They're a, it 
or is it that uh, the women of America like sex that's kind of rapey? I, I I don't know, but the whole point of this is she's you know now standing up to him and all kinds of stuff. Uh-huh. But that's kind of also why I like bringing Alexis on. I like bringing um, somebody on one that is in the S and M world, but I like bringing in a female dominant because it just doesn't go one direction. Yeah, I don't know any of. I'm going to defer I, to everything that I, everything I know so says, much I about it by proxy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hang out with an MMA fighter, Jared Fiorda. He's mm-hmm. really into S&M, except he's like the Christian Grey type. Like he's, he's into that, where he's the dominant. Alexis is into it. She's the dominant. Um, you know, so I hear a lot about it from that perspective. But I, I have to say, when I see girls... Um, hit on my fighter friend I, I kind of stand there and I'm like do you know what you're asking for I don't know what you're asking for yeah I, I don't think it's going to be like look he tied me up with a tie I'm like and this guy's a fighter <laughs> like who the fuck wants that I, I'm sorry yeah, how many fighters dangerous. own how many ties yep but I you know it, I think the thing with Fifty Shades of Grey if it was a CSI episode um, if, if the guy was poor, it would be a CSI episode. It's the fact that the guy's rich that changes everything. Because think about it. If some guy, if I, if I tell you, I have a show for you, Paul, it's about this guy that talks girls into relationships, but he tricks them. Then he ties them up and whips them. He's 350 pounds and lives in a trailer. It's, is that an episode of CSI or a romance? Well, considering that I'm a 350-pound guy who at one point in his life lived in a trailer, it might be more of a documentary. <laughs> now we're going to talk about your sex life. Um, okay, <laughs> fine. But but you do, do you kind of get what I mean now? Mm-hmm. And then now let's yeah. shift it and let's make it a 200-pound muscle-bound billionaire. Yes, the Fabio. It's Fabio. Fabio wants to take you home and tie you to the bed with a silk tie. Suddenly, it's way less rapey. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's about women in America liking, secretly liking to be raped. I really think this you know, is I just a money rapey. thing. Not rapey. Kind of rapey. Not rape. I don't even rapey. think it's kind of rapey. I think it's because they all want to be Cardassians. Like, look, I have a billionaire husband. Sorry for mocking the women of America. Um, but I do, I do have to say that's what it is. Because if this guy was broke, like you can show a story of a hard, struggling guy coming up and the woman supporting him and like all of this. And yes, we're working together. But if this guy was a failed musician and they were living in the Bronx and he's got her tied to the bed, her friends would be like, why, why are you in this relationship? He has no money. He takes advantage of you and he sexually assaults you. On the flip side, he bought me a car and a diamond watch. Cool, and all you have to do is take it in the bum and get tied to the bed. I'm no, telling you, I think... <laughs> some people might refer to that as a fair exchange. I'm not saying it's not a fair exchange. I'm simply saying I think it speaks more to the greed of the women in this country and men, because I have a lot of gay friends that love this book. Um, but I think it talks more to the greed of people in this country than it does about secret rape fantasies. Fair enough. I wouldn't, I, you know, I am not the one, like I said, my mantra for many, many years has been no pain. 
Yeah, that's no pain. not anymore. That's just it. <laughs> there's, there's no, there's no gain yeah. to it. There's just, just no pain. No, no, no. Just those two words are enough. That's fine with me. No, I'm, I'm kind of there with you. I've, I got to say, um, even the questions we have for Dr. Russ today are absolutely hysterical, and it's something that's been written in repeatedly. Um, and I think it's. I, I we'll get to that after the break. But everything today is about sex. So we'll get into yeah, your well, sex life or, too, Paul. Don't worry. I have to or, live vicariously. Or, you know, it's Hollywood, so, yep, Friday. It's Friday. It's a, it's a Friday. It's all about sex. I, I have no sex life. I live vicariously through everyone else. I'll sit there, you know, the table with Alexis, and she'll tell me about her weekend tying some guy to the bed, and she gets to wear the penis. And she's like, what did you do? I'm like, I cleaned the kitchen and caught up on my emails. And that's Monday morning at work. Yeah. You know, <laughs> That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's the week. Yeah. Like, it's her weekend. She's like, I did this, and I'm going to a swinger. She is. She's got, she's got a swingers party coming up, and she does all of this stuff. I'm like, that's really awesome. She's like, what about you? I'm like, I just got back from Seattle. Um, I, I took my kids whale watching. We didn't get to see any whales. Mm-hmm. And um, I work. Oh, and I went on a date with this guy that I was paid to go on a date with because it was a red carpet event and it was good press for both of us. That was my last date. The man was paid to hang out with me and I was paid to hang out with him. Like, it was, it was it's, yeah. So I live vicariously through Alexis. Well, the last date I went on wasn't that long ago, but it didn't end well because she asked me who I voted for. Oh, and nobody write in about that. I'm already ignoring you all on Facebook. That's, that's as close as we're going to get to talking Twitter, about that yeah. Okay, that's that, it, that's it. That's it, yeah. That's that's as close as we get to talking about it. And you know what, Paul? If she's that big an asshole, you shouldn't be dating her anyway. You're better than that. I know, but she was cute. Okay, that makes a difference. But yeah, she, I'm a big dumb wasn't male. nice if she doesn't have any kind of empathy or human decency or respect your right as an American citizen and a human being to have an opinion. No matter right. how cute we're in she LA, is. so that's that's all kind of like I think that might even be a union thing out here. It, it definitely is a union thing. I would definitely I wouldn't walk into like the producers guild or SAG and just be like, "Hey guys, like you, they might take your SAG card back, Paul." <laughs> like, uh, that's, that's I know. what I'm just saying. I know. I know. Um, they're, prob- they're, they're probably working through the process right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, guys. When we come back, we are going to be talking to Dr. Russ about penis size and weight loss. Believe it or not, we've had a lot of write-in questions about that. And to the lady that wrote in about your yeast infection, I am not asking Dr. Russ about that. But if you go to PlannedParenthood.org, you can go in for a free gynecological visit. So I'm not an, I, I am an advocate for Planned Parenthood. I'm a big believer in it. Please go to Planned Parenthood and don't send photos to the show. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with Paul Michael Boland. When we come back, we will be on with Dr. Russ. Um, and I'm going to correct that because I'm getting texts about that. We do want photos, just not personal, intimate photos, because I'm not yeah. sending them to Dr. Russ. Thank Let you very me be much the judge for of that. <laughs> Trust me, Paul, no. <laughs> okay, Paul will be the judge of that. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Dr. Russ. And after that, we're going to be talking about chips, dips, chains, whips, handcuffs, and everything SM. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with Paul Michael Boland. We will be right back after this. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. 
you count. Tune into Inner Revolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Inner Revolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Second Wind Success, hosted by Gene Garino, is all about helping boomers catch their second wind in business and life. Most of us achieve our greatest success after the age of 50. Life has a learning curve with a few stumbling blocks along the way. As long as you stay committed to your vision and adapt along the way, you'll find the success you're looking for. Tune in to Second Wind Success every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Are you a pet parent? If so, you'll want to stay up to date on the latest tech gadgets and advances for your canine or feline friend. With a ton of apps, websites, tech toys, and more, you'll want to be in the know when it comes to the real treasures and the duds. For that information, listen for Pet Lover Geek with host Lorian Clemens. We test and discuss what's hot and what's not on the pet front, so you'll be better informed. Tune in Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. And we are on, of course, with Paul Michael Bolin, who you like better than you like me, and the amazing Dr. Ross talking about health, wealth, fitness, and life. Um, I am going to stress, guys, please, I'm happy to take your questions. If you are having a personal issue, do not send photos to the show. I'm not going to send them to Dr. Ross, and they go to Alexis, and she's just a weird perv, and we'll find out more about that at the end of the show. Trust me, don't send your pictures. Welcome to the show, Dr. Ross. Thank you. You always put me in a good mood. Thank you. (laughs) We always love having you on the show. Um, I know you have turned into everyone's personal physician talking about health and weight loss and beauty tips and everything else. We've been taking a lot Yeah, we've been taking a lot of questions from women, so I actually ranked the top questions asked by men. um, I'm sure I know what those are about. Yes, they are about something very important to men. (laughs) So men are concerned with one thing in weight loss and one thing only. I have been asked um, by every every person that wrote in this question has asked me not to disclose their name on air. I'm going to start with that. The first question was, if I lose weight, will my penis get bigger? (laughs) Well, if if it got smaller when you gained the weight, um, yes. Dr. Ross? Uh, Actually, uh, up to one inch of length uh, can be lost with excess weight. So, uh, 
And it's not so much the uh, the length, okay, it's the mojo, the you know, feeling vital and robust that uh, comes with weight loss. That's uh, uh, you know Am the. I still here? Uh, um, what is the angle of the dangle or the heat of the meat, right? So <laughs> if, you, if you're feeling robust because you've What's lost some weight, uh, I think that's uh, a related uh, issue. But uh, uh, certainly uh, your penis will you gain weight when you gain weight. That's okay, certainly so- true. And if you lose it, it'll get bigger. So you gain weight, and it kind of covers it up some. Well, yeah, it kind of turns it more it, into an any than an Audi. Uh, <laughs> also, the content of Audi, the, the uh, tissues so, uh, and uh, from my personal experience, it makes than, uh, it, it doesn't make it you know, bigger, but the surrounding area shrinks, so it looks bigger. Uh, that that's the mechanism, and uh, it's it's a fact. Amazing. Yes. I like that. that. That is amazing. I don't know a lot about penises, so this is an interesting education for me. Yeah, the I lost 150 is, pounds, and it was like I had a new penis. And you so know, I was like, I remember you. It came back. Mm-hmm. Well, Paul, that's uh, that's an anecdotal uh, story, but it confirms uh, what what science has uh, determined to be true. Yeah, unfortunately, you can't put weight on in your penis, no matter how much you eat. <laughs> I didn't even me, think I, about well, that being a possibility. You got anything that I? I mean, you're the doctor. If you got, if you, if, you, if there's like some sort of vegetable out there to make my ding ding bigger, let me know. <laughs> All right, I think uh, this is you the know, most off the top of my head, I don't know, but I'd be happy to uh, do diligence on that and uh, get back with you, Paul. I am. Thank you, bit, and uh, the world thanks you. A bit. Uh, <laughs> Uh, skeptical that that such a thing exists, uh, it would be known by now, right? We don't oh, yeah. know about it. <laughs> I, I do have to say, when Paul said, if you can find something to make it bigger, we've had about 40 tweets come in, in the time Paul has said this to what I am saying now, asking you to please check. So this right. is clearly for our male listeners, very important. All right, well, I've got my uh, marching orders and I'll... <laughs> Uh, report back to you uh, next week on that. I look forward to hearing about that. The next question we have is, is my weight causing my erectile dysfunction? Well, I would ask the individual uh, how overweight they are. Uh, Mildly overweight, I wouldn't think so, but uh, if they're so overweight they can't even find their penis, uh, I would say that... uh, Probably the estrogen-testosterone balance uh, uh, in obese people uh, does play a detrimental role in in the libido, which is uh, uh, what we're talking about here. And, you know, erectile dysfunction is is, is, uh, uh, caused by a variety of organ systems, the nervous system, uh, hormonal, the, the endocrine system, the vascular, and it's been uh, it's been described as a concert with many different instruments. And uh, if if uh, one of those uh, organ systems is not uh, performing, your your uh, 
your concert is not going to sound sound as good. So uh, I, I have to a lot of those problems are related to obesity. Excuse me. Sorry, I have to interrupt. To the guys writing in, erectile dysfunction is when your penis doesn't work, when you cannot get an erection. That's what we're talking about. Yes. So it, so if you, okay, so it's it's kind of an all around system thing. I like that. And then, believe it or not, we've gotten this question a few times. If I lance my own boil, will I get tetanus? It has nothing to do with penises, but I told the guys because I was getting some complaints. I was focusing on women's questions. So this week we focused on men's, and these are the three most popular for men. Yeah. Well, I would think that uh, for that to happen, uh, you'd have to use a rusty nail instead of a scalpel. But even at that, you're uh, protected if you've already had a tetanus vaccine. So um, I, I don't think that's going to happen. But if you're going to lance your own boil, the, the key to it is to get the core out. Uh, that's the part, the solid part of what's in a boil. And uh, if you're not able to do that, uh, the boil is not going to go away, typically. Okay, and I have and to correct that. That was actually from Mariah in Miami, Florida. So the boil was was another women's question. Sorry, guys, um, but I can't believe well, I've got that question. Well, men get boils too, we'll you know. Men get boils too, exactly. We'll call this a unisex one, um, but I can't believe I've gotten that question more than once. What is a boil? Uh, generally, it's uh, infection of a, a, a hair follicle uh, caused by certain sorts of bacteria that um, um, trigger uh, an immune response and uh, an inflammatory response. Uh, and it's a way that your, your body responds to inflammation. Okay. That, that makes sense. I'm going to jump back to the penis questions. Does weight gain and weight loss affect sex drive? Or how yeah. much does it affect sex drive? That's just uh, again, my question. Uh, I'd look at the to- totality of the patient's problems, uh, problem list, uh, overall health um, to, um, to answer that. I think it's more clearly related to the overall health of the patient. If they're underweight because of a cancer or overweight because of diabetes, um, that, that's how you approach um, those sorts of situations. You, you want to individualize your treatment uh, for the patient. Uh, there's a lot of one-size-fits-all uh, approaches to being overweight, and that, that's why those, there are shortcomings associated with There's People are overweight for, you know, there's a hundred different genetic uh, traits that lead to obesity and all kinds of uh, metabolic problems from thyroid, polycystic ovarian disease, um, um, diabetes. And so I think that's a question that uh, needs to be individualized and uh, uh, that's how you answer that question. Okay. Now, I'm going to say for those of you that want to see more of your penis, that want to, um, 
work kind of you know on on that region apparently you can you can get a little bit more there if you lose some weight so check out dr russ's book the palm springs diet i am going to say it doesn't talk about penises in there at all to the guys writing in there is no how to in the book but it will help you lose weight and that will help you see more of your little buddy down there you can find it I'm calling it little buddy. My my assistant's sitting here going, "Stop calling it a little buddy." Uh, that'll help you see more of your little buddy. If you guys you want ding to, ding? your or ding ding, as Paul says, or your ding ding. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys can go onto Amazon.com and get a copy of uh, the Palm Springs Diet. You can go to AuthorHouse.com and get a pop- copy of the Palm Springs Diet, or you can go to KennethRussMD.com. And check out Dr. Ross. Check out all that he's got going on. He's got a million treatments for a million things. He's really an exceptional, exceptional physician. If you want to get fit, you want to get healthy, you want to help your depression, and you want to see more of your penis, check out the book. Um, Dr. Ross, who would you like to send a book to? I have one left. Well, I I think that uh, question of weight loss and uh, Penis size is an interesting question. I, I give it to number one. Okay. So Anonymous from Brooklyn, New York. I know you don't want your name said on the show or apparently your state because I'm getting a death glare from Alexis. So a random fellow from God knows where, we will be sending you a copy of the Palm Springs Diet courtesy of Dr. Russ. And good luck seeing more of your little buddy. Dr. Russ, thank you so much for being on the show. You're welcome, Summer. Are you running low on books, by the way? Because I do have I some extra copies. Well, I know, I know the listeners would love that because I constantly have people writing in and asking and trying to get their questions on. Okay. Well, I'll make sure that you get those. Uh, I do have a little teaser, if, if I may. Oh, please. Uh, we're we're going to be bringing out a product... Uh, that the pharmaceutical industry just couldn't deliver on. Um, it's an under-the-tongue spray to use before meals to reduce the appetite. It's called the New Palm Springs Diet, and it'll be available through our website uh, in the immediate future. And you know, we know that binge eating disorder is the most common eating disorder, also known as food addiction, and it's characterized by uncontrollable eating. Uh, with this product, we now have a way to control those toxic episodes before they start. You just spray the New Palm Springs Diet, uh, which is made with Garcinia Cambodica, under the tongue in order to effectively suppress your appetite. Uh, and you'll experience, according to the studies, a 16% reduction in the food uh, you eat per meal. So. We're we're going to be coming out with that. I just wanted to share that with your listeners. I'm excited. I'm actually really, really excited to hear about that. I I didn't understand like what you were saying was in it. I have to admit, I don't understand a lot of that. All I heard was spray under tongue, get skinny. So (laughs) that that's a really big sell for me, Um, especially (laughs) because I've been doing your diet and it does help. And more than anything, it helps me with energy. I'm awake and alive, and I'm somebody that works 18 hours a day. So 
um, you know, I haven't been getting sick the way I was and everything else. So this diet really does help with your overall health. At least it, it impresses me for sure. And I'm going to bring in a couple of write-ons um, from people that have received your book and really are seeing some results. So next week, I want to follow up with some of our listeners that have gotten the book and have been writing in saying that they're seeing the effects. So we're going to have some comments and some responses from them next week. Well, I look forward to that. And thank you for your support. Oh, Dr. Ross, you've done so much really for myself and for all of the listeners and apparently for men's penises now. So um, I know I appreciate it. I can't tell you how many questions we are now getting about penises. Guys, give me five minutes. Seriously. (laughs) This is like the live write-in was a mistake. This was a mistake. (laughs) Dr. Ross, thank you so much for being on the show and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Summer. Goodbye, Paul. Goodbye. Guys, we are going to be right back after this talking about S&M, talking about Fifty Shades Darker and all things sexual. Um, Really, we are getting a lot of penis questions. Uh, Yes, I guess it does have to do with weight loss. I I will ask some of them on on some upcoming shows, and I will express thanks to Dr. Russ. I'm really uncomfortable right now. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with Paul Michael Bolin for one of the most awkward moments of my life. We'll be back after this. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. Host Tristan Taramino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex-positive world. From kink to non-monogamy, nothing is off-limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. 
You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with Paul Michael Bolin, who you'll like better than you like me. And in just a minute, we are going to bring on my SNME assistant to talk about all things sexual. But I do want to respond to some of what's going on on, on Twitter because my Twitter just blew up. Thank you, guys. Um, one, please don't send pictures. They're not going to Dr. Russ. Again, they're coming to me. Um, the gentleman that sent me the photograph and where it was tucking in, I will ask Dr. Russ. Um, and the gentleman that was saying he ate something in Nigeria that made it smaller, I don't think you can eat something that makes it smaller, and that is not how you spell Nigeria. You need to work on your spelling. Um, I'm just a little horrified right now. Paul, how uh, are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. I mean, if what he ate in Nigeria was like a five-gallon bucket of Rocky Road ice cream, it uh, would make his, his ding-ding look a little smaller, because, you know, as I was saying... <laughs> I lost 150 pounds at one point, and it's and I looked down, and it's not that I got bigger; it's just that I could see it again. <laughs> You're looking down, you going, know? "Hello, buddy." Yeah, no, it was like seeing somebody at like a high school reunion. I remember you. Have you, uh, you lost weight, you know that kind of. Thing. Yeah, that's awesome. You're like, "Hey, you're my friend." No, I, I, I get it. Um, Guys, I'm very glad we could touch on a subject you're interested in. Yes, we will ask Dr. Ross some more of those questions, but we are going to shift into BDSM mode and bring on Alexis Romero. Um, For those that don't know, Alexis is my executive assistant. Um, I have other assistants, but she's my primary. I've worked with her for about five years. She's produced television shows. She's produced radio shows. Um, She's exceptional at her job, and in her spare time, I always call her a dominatrix, but apparently they do it for money. She's a domay. Alexis, welcome to the show. For having me. It's no problem. You booked yourself, so it's. I know. It's, <laughs> it's oh, not good. like I had much of a choice. A domay. 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 Okay, I'm, we're both wrong. All right. What is a domay, Alexis? Basically. Think of Fifty Shades of Grey if it was based on truth and not complete bullshit. Um, Christian Grey, but in female form that's actually in control and not a complete... Hey, can, we get rid of, can we get rid of your Fifty Shades rage? We can explain <laughs> that later. But we can definitely try, so we'll get there. So you have but seen what? the movie? I unfortunately have seen the first one that was crap. And read about one and a half of this before I completely just gave up. Why are you so against Fifty Shades of Grey? It's kind of bringing your people into the light. I, I said this to Jared. It's like you guys are like cockroaches crawling out from under rocks now. I'm, I'm kidding. All, all joking aside, I'm kidding. Um, but unfortunately, I, it's not the thing. right light that they're bringing forward. It's because they don't touch on the. You're cutting out, Lex. Now, Alexis has cut out. One of the things I know she'd said and she'd sent me in the show notes from before the show was her problem, her main problem, is that it's teaching young kids how to do S&M wrong or BDSM wrong. Um, I didn't know there was a right or wrong. Did you, Paul? Oh, I'm sure, sure there's a lot wrong. 
Now, I know um, Alexis has shared with me. I'm going to share her sexual experiences until she can figure out how to get back on the radio. Um, so, she, the first time she tried to tie up a guy, she used regular rope. He still has the scars. She doesn't feel bad about it, apparently, because he cheated on her. So, she figures, you know, that's fine. But I am um, still here. <laughs> oh, hello, Alexis. So, uh, a, big, a big part of your problem, you said, is the aftercare and the way they're teaching teenagers to do BDSM. I don't think teenagers should be doing BDSM. Let me be clear here. I don't think anyone should. I dated a guy that was into it one time. And out of the uh, three men that I've been to bed with in my life, technically it was two and a half. <laughs> out of the two and a half men that I've been to bed with in my whole life. Um, Let me just also point out, you also compare sex to having a carrot shoved up your nose and saying that there's better things to do with your time. So I don't I mean, think that's kind of a fair comparison. All right, fine. You're, you're talking to an asexual, uh, an asexual producer here, but... Um, <laughs> I, I am gonna. I am gonna ask you. Why do you think it is so negative? I know why I wouldn't want kids doing it, but why do you think it's so negative on the teenagers? I think that there is a lot of emotional that goes into because you're putting a lot of trust on your partner, not only for a dame to a submissive, but also from a submissive to a dame, and you're putting a lot of emotional attachment and stress on a developing mind and then yeah, you're not but hang on but sex does that in general i, I know mean, but with this specifically you have to have such a high level of of i don't even know how to explain it well then what the hell is the good of having you on the show i'm not paying i'm you. still trying to figure this out myself my brain's not working <laughs> um i'm going through your show notes so, one of the complaints you had is with teenagers, it teaches them to do it wrong. It can become a dangerous situation with with asphyxiation, with uh, permanent damage to the body. Yes. What do you mean? Basically, if it's not done correctly, you can actually seriously hurt somebody, if not even kill them. Because you're putting the body to extremes and testing it to different limits to see wh where your boundaries are. So if you tie somebody up wrong and you're cutting off their circulation and you don't get it off in time, or if you are doing asphyxiation and you go too long and then your partner is dead. Now, the worst stories I've heard about this is my brother had a girl come over that asked him to tie her up with one of his ties. My brother's a fine arts auctioneer. His ties costed a minimum $500 each. Um, I personally wouldn't buy such a pretentious tie, but he does. Um, and she asked my him to tie her up with one yeah, that, that's kind of my thought process. He's like, but his response was, no, I can't afford new ties. <laughs> So she got very upset. He refused to tie her up with his ties. I suggested he go to the dollar store and buy a cheap one. Um, but if if you're so your concern is the kids are going to hurt themselves. Well, how do people usually find out about S and M? In the days before um, before Fifty Shades of Grey and you know internet pornography. Where were, how do people get into this? I mean, you hear about the Hellfire Club in London. This isn't exactly a new thing, Catherine the Great just saying. Um, so this, this isn't a new thing. It's been around forever. 
how would you suggest that somebody safely get into S&M? Doing research. Not through, like, porn and not by reading Fifty Shades of Grey for fuck's sake. You just gave the unsexiest, most boring school answer. I, I'm sorry. I That's the right really answer. That goes into it. <laughs> this it's is like the one right of the answer. Hardest. The more it's, you it know. Is, it's true. I agree with you, Paul. It is the more you know. But it's like this is one of the hardest trending topics right now. What should you do, Alexis? Research. If you pick up a book and go down to chapter 23. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Okay, so you should do research. That's fair. And um, test and find out what you like. There's, you have to know where your limits are. And if you're going to tie somebody up, one, figure out that you're using, you do some research and find out that you're tying them up with the right stuff. Otherwise, you're going to leave permanent scars on their wrist. They're still going to have. Shout out Seven to years later. Boyfriend in Peru. <laughs> um, so, quick shout out to him. Uh, he's a boss. No, no shout outs needed there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will ask you for someone like me, I'm, I'm going to ask you some sexual advice here. I'm a partner pleaser. I do whatever makes my partner happy. I, I'm not big into sex. I don't seek it out. But when I'm in a relationship, which I think is, you know, that's, that's sort of like seeing a unicorn. But when I'm in a relationship, um, I'm very much a whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want kind of person. I'm very much a partner pleaser. I just want to make my partner happy. Um, and one of the things you always cautioned me about was meeting someone like you, but, you know, with a penis. Um, yes. Because you can be taken advantage of. For people that don't have an Alexis in their life or, in, or you know, we also have a friend of ours, uh, Jared Fjorda, who's an MMA fighter, um, and he's into S&M, and he's into the same side Alexis is, the tie up and smack him side, um, and he gives the same advice. He gives the same advice, which is usually duck, duck and cover, duck and cover. But for people that don't have an Alexis in their life, what would you say to them? Um, to stop them from being taken advantage of if they're, you know, they're wanting to please their partner or to stop them from getting hurt if they don't know their partner's experience level with this. Get to know the person. And literally you have to do, I know everybody's going to hate the answer to this, but find out who this person is. Basically do research on them. I'll get comfortable with them because there's a great deal of trust that is involved in any relationship and especially in one that you're trusting somebody not to kill you by accidentally doing something wrong. Actually, that's that's a fair statement. I'm going to ask you, we're going to switch this a little bit. How do you talk men into letting you wear the penis in the relationship? I get the contract up front. <laughs> what do you mean you get the contract up front? <laughs> well, with my job, as you know, there are a lot of NDAs that are involved as Anything uh, yes. goes. We, we got sued for sexual harassment because of your behavior with a little intern boy. You have to stop telling people this. <laughs> I can stand here a little more. <laughs> of course you can, Paul. Thanks. <laughs> so you get you get them to sign a contract saying that they're not going to tell anyone. Um, I would see. I would recommend against that. I don't want anything saying. See, I'm not this is why I don't let you talk to them. <laughs> But how do you make a guy comfortable when, I mean, do you just walk in the room wearing your, um, 
appendage. <laughs> and like, how do you talk a man into Paul? Could a woman talk you into that? No, no, <laughs> not at all. Not even no, no. I can't, I really can't make this as clear as yeah, no. <laughs> no, as it, it's not usually as a, like, just walking in. It, you have people that are, have been in it already, and then you have the people that are kind of curious about it, and then you have the ones boyfriend Dave Virgin that are that not never curious had with anybody. You're done talking. <laughs> Alexis's ex-boyfriend was a virgin that had never even had sex before. She was his introduction. Um, yeah, but oh, that, there, there is more the stuff to this. <laughs> if we're going to air dirty laundry. <laughs> but I am going to ask you, Lex, like, so you don't just walk in wearing the penis? It depends on the night, but no, not usually. And usually so there's more that goes into it, like getting comfortable, getting to know the person before I walk in with my, you know, ding, ding. couple different, <laughs> you know, couple of them, depending on size, depending on punishments, that sort of thing. What What is punishments? Punishments, uh, if the submissive or the person that I am with does not do as I have asked, if it has been a, something that has been agreed to previously and they continue to not do something, then it becomes punishments. And it can be something that is either public or is in private. So punishments are things you've agreed to, basically consequences, the same as if you had a child. Yes, exactly. Now, for someone like Paul who says, no, I don't like this, I've watched you talk a a million guys like him into trying it. How do you talk the Pauls of the world into doing this? Manipulation, but we'll <laughs> Good let's just be frank. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to shout out and suggest before we we get any in any trouble here. Please do not get involved with anyone that is not a willing participant. Exactly, um, and if you sign contracts, make sure you have somebody go over them very, very thoroughly beforehand. Otherwise, you have Alexis walking in with a giant fake <laughs> ding ding. In multiple colors. And asking, what, what, but do you, have you ever had a guy look at you and go, what life choices have led me to this point? Yes. I go through my head. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did I do in my life to put me in this situation? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's great. Now, what advice would you give to the young people out there that want to get into this, aside from research? I know a lot of young girls, and one thing I'm getting on Twitter is we've got a young girl saying her boyfriend's actually not interested in doing this. She is. She wants him to be more dominant, like Christian Grey. Sweetheart, Fifty Shades of Grey is fucking stupid. That is why we have a real dom person for you guys to ask questions to. Alexis, school this girl. Basically, if he's not into it, find somebody that is. If you are looking at specifically being with him, then you have to learn how to be very lenient in what you... What's the word? What you want, what you desire. Yeah. She's wanting him to be more aggressive, and he wants her to be more aggressive. Then find someone else. If you can't change a person from what they are, just like you can't make me a submissive because that's just fucking not happening. 
never, you're just never going to let your boyfriend wear the penis in the relationship. Oh, occasionally. If he doesn't I, like I, I want, but that's different. <laughs> okay. Um, but why do you be- think this... Why do you think this book and film is so popular? For someone like you that lives this lifestyle, it's not even does this for fun, but lives this lifestyle. Why do you think that there is such an appeal to these, as you called them, shitty, stupid, fucking ridiculous films? I believe that is a direct quote. (laughs) That's Um, just pretty damn close. (laughs) Why do you think there is such a draw to these films? I think it's intriguing, and it's all about sex. So you're constantly pushing not only sex, it's so mainstream in pop culture and everywhere in the world, but you're putting a new element that hasn't been brought to the spotlight. And so now people are trying to find out more about this, even though it's kind of, it's like the underground Okay. Now, Paul and I were having a debate earlier. We've got about four minutes to close. I want you to answer this question. I think uh, Fifty Shades of Grey isn't about sex and women wanting men to be all rapey. I think it's about women being greedy and wanting a rich guy and being willing to tolerate anything as long as he takes care of her and it plays into the daddy role. He's rich, he supports me, he takes care of me. Paul thinks it's because women like sort of rapey men now. Is, is uh, that, that a, I, 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 I think it's a think bit that, of bold. Hang on, Look hang on. Seeking arrangement. Hang on, pardon, Paul? That's just, an, that was a question. Do women <laughs> like sex that's kind of rapey? Okay. So what were you saying? I'm not going to assume that, because that could go bad so quickly. <laughs> uh, and hence, Alexis got in trouble for sexually harassing an intern. See? I know, but it was only one time. No, it wasn't. It was one intern. Summer, stop. Only one time. <laughs> Look, we have three minutes to close. Do you think it's because women want money or do you think it's they want rapiness? What do you think um, is the I, I, I think it's actually kind of a bit of both. Look at seeking arrangement. Look at why it's so popular. I think sinking arrangement is popular in the United States because there's a, fram- a fractured family system and women are constantly seeking out daddy. And because there is a fractured family system, you don't have fathers present as much in the home as we did 20, 30, 40 years ago. So women don't have a strong a sense of self. So they're seeking out male approval consistently. And the way that men have proven themselves to these women over the years is a weekend father throwing money at their daughters. And look at... Fifty Shades of Grey is so popular. There's your answer. So basically, because of the broken family system and education system in the United States, we have a phenomenon where women believe their only value is sexuality. Basically. Wow. And of course, we're in Hollywood. Pardon? There's that line from the movie Ted. You know, I want to thank four horrible fathers for making this night the night that it's going to be. Yeah. It's, it's it's very, very true. I will ask you, Alexis, if you could give one tip to people that are interested, not in seeing the film, because I'm not going to encourage anyone to see this film, but anyone that is interested in getting into the BDSM lifestyle, what would you say to them? Be very careful. There is a, a line between abuse and sexual pleasure. So there's a line between abuse and sexual pleasure. Yes. Don't confuse one for the other. So a spaking in the bedroom is fine, but if he's hitting you because he's mad, that's not okay. Yes, exactly. Okay, that's actually very, very good advice. 
Alexis, thank you very, very much for being on the show. Um, I know how resistant you are because I do know how you feel about Fifty Shades of Grey. And I appreciate, and I know the listeners appreciate somebody who genuinely lives that lifestyle, giving that opinion. I'm not going to review or critique the film because I do know how against it you are. And I do know how against it the BDSM community is. Um, I do want to give a shout out and say thank you to Dr. Russ. As always, you are phenomenal. Guys, check out the Palm Springs Diet. And, of course, thank you to my favorite hairdresser, Richie. Um, at Nuvia's? Nuvia's. Yes, over at Nuvia's in Palm Springs, California. He always makes my hair look fabulous. Uh, we're going to be speaking at a porn convention. I'm sure I'll bring Alexis up because Fifty Shades of Grey will come up. And I want to thank my co-host, Paul. Thank you very, very much, Paul, and thank you for sharing your ding-ding story today. I'm just here to help. <laughs> Guys, if you get a chance, really, if this is something you want to try and you're intrigued by the S&M thing, the BDSM thing, whatever the acronym is today, I don't know. I'm just behind the times. Um, please do your research. Do it safely. Do it carefully. And Anastasia Gray is an idiot. If someone's into S&M, that's not going to change. Alexis isn't going to wake up tomorrow and say, I love him so much. I'm going to change who I am. It may have happened in the book, it may have happened in the movies, but in the end, if Christian Grey was a real man in real life, he was always going to like what he liked. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with Alexis Romero, Paul Michael Bolin. This was Behind the Scenes. We will see you next week, guys. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.